Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. Often on this program, we get the opportunity to tell you the stories of Harvest Baptist Church by featuring interviews with our members. You can join us this Sunday morning at 1030 a.m. as we have our third message in our Growing in Grace series. Let's begin the program today by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Thanks, Chris. I'm excited about us being here today. I know that our listeners cannot see this, but I'm surrounded by five of our best Harvest Baptist Bible College students that are in studio with you and me, Chris. And uh, we're going to introduce them to you here in just a minute. And actually, on our show today, we're going to give you a chance to hear them sing live. Well, it actually won't be live when you hear this, but they're going to... It will be live for us. Live for us as they're singing. Yeah. And then talk about a trip that they're going to be taking. I'm, I'm excited to introduce them to you in just a minute. But we're looking forward to services this Sunday. We'll be continuing a series that we began a little bit over a month ago on the theme of grace. And we've been calling the series... Growing in Grace, it ties in with the theme that we've had for the year for Harvest Ministries out of 1 Peter, Growing in Grace and Truth, and we're just taking that first part of it and uh, talking about the place that grace has in the life of a Christian, and we see it all throughout the scriptures where it just keeps coming back again and again to, uh, to what grace is all about. So we're looking forward. This Sunday in particular, we're going to talk about a a very familiar story. So we're in the part of the series where we're still trying to define what grace means. And the Bible story that we're going to talk about this morning, or Sunday morning, is probably one of the most well-known in all of the scriptures. It's the story of the prodigal son. But I'd like to use it. We're going to use it, I hope, in the way that the scriptures desire it to be used as a picture of what the definition of grace really means. And uh, some of you can probably already track along with me on that, but either way, I hope that you'll be there Sunday morning as we walk through the ministry of the Father to the prodigal son and the picture that it shows us of what grace really means. Well, we're looking forward to having people there this Sunday morning, and we always look forward to being able to bring you some stories of folks from our church and members of our church that get the opportunity a lot of times to minister to us in song and that are a great part of our church are our Harvest Baptist Bible College students. And I'm excited for folks to get to meet uh, at least these five today. Yeah, exactly. If you're new to Harvest, we have a Bible college that's here on our campus a little bit under 70 students right now. We have some campus housing and a cafeteria, and our students come for five years. It's a five-year course where they're studying the scriptures, uh, other foundational, just academic courses. And our desire is to train young men and young women to go out to many of the islands all around here that uh, where the gospel is being preached on some and, and some that where it isn't, and to establish churches and to be part of God's work that's so needy in the regions all around us. And so we have a fantastic student body that make 
the life around here at Harvest just full. They're here all the time and they're serving, they're ministering together. One of the privileges that we have often is to have the opportunity to hear them sing. Our students love to sing. Not only do we have them sing in our services, but as I'm walking around campus, one of the favorite things I like is that you'll find little groups of students and a guitar or a ukulele, be sitting out by the coffee shop or down near the big blue tent or even on the basketball court, and they'll just be sitting together singing. And I always love that. So we've got five guys with us here this morning, and we're going to talk about a trip that we're going to be taking together. But before I introduce them to you, I'm going to ask them to just go ahead, and they've prepared a little bit of a special number for us. They're going to do it live for Chris and I right here before we talk. Great. Thank you guys very much. Before I have you introduce yourselves, Roy, maybe you could help us with this. First of all, I don't know what language you're singing. So 
Tell me that, and then tell me a little bit of what the song was saying. Okay, uh, this is a Yapis language. I think the outer island of Yap, and I think I'm gonna ask Jackson to uh, translate it. Okay, Jackson, why don't you tell us a little bit of what this, what the words are saying? Okay, the first one is like you coming to God for praying to Him to accept an offering that you offer, and then the chorus is like you offering your heart. Pule is like my heart. Lord, I give you my heart, my soul. That's what the chorus is talking about. And the second verse is saying that Jesus Christ is our offering. Jesus Christ is the offering. Wow, that's awesome. Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Thank you guys for being willing to do that. And it sounded great. Really sounded awesome. I don't know how much you practice, but man, I think we could just record it and send it out. That was great. Well, it is a privilege to have these guys here with us for this part of the show. We want to tell you a little bit about what they're going to be doing in the next week. But before we do that, let me just have them introduce themselves. I'm going to start with Roland over there. Roland, give us your name. Tell us where you're from. Then I know that of these five, four of the five are seniors. So you'll all be graduating here in the next few months from Harvest. And one's a junior. But if you could tell us what you feel like God's calling you to do, what the next steps will be after your graduation. So we'll start with you, Roland. Hello, my name is Roland Hatkins Paddock. I'm from the outer island of Bond Bay. They call it Binglap, and I'm fifth year. This is my last year, and my plan after graduation is, you know, I just feel and the desire and the burden to share the gospel, and I believe God is calling me to be an evangelist. Amen. Roland, any specific place that you feel like maybe God's calling you to fulfill the gifting and the burden for evangelism? My burden is Romans 10, 1, when Paul said, my desire, my heart's desire is for his people to be saved. So that's where I'm looking at my own people, especially focused on the region of Micronesia. Amen, Roland. Thank you. It's a great challenge. All right, Roy, go ahead. I'm Roy Jano. Uh, I'm also from Bay. But the main island of Bonbe, so I was born and raised there, grew up in Pastor Baddock's church, and I am fifth year right now, ready to graduate. <laughs> uh, also, uh, my desire, uh, after graduation, I am praying, and really the burden is for the young people on my island, specifically on Bonbe, is for me to go back and see how can I help them with things that really reach out to the young people? Is I've seen them and uh, observing their how how things are going on now. Many many young people are going just traveling to the state looking for some sort of life or whatever mm. they're trying to get. But my desire is to reach out for them and to help them grow really to know Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. The idea of camp if possible, bring about being the leader or director of uh, Camden on the islands. That will be my desire. It's a great burden, and it's, it's great to see the way God's been preparing you for a ministry like that, right? All right, Jackson? My name is Jackson Foyle Marin, and I'm from Yap, from Aran of Yap, Faiz, and I'm fifth year at Harvest Baptist Bible College. My burden, I burden for my people and that's my plan after graduation. I want to go back home and serve in the ministries. Amen. Thanks, Jackson. Roite? My name is uh, Roite Baye, and I'm from Koror Palau, and I'm the fourth year guy here. 
and I feel called uh, to go back home and share the gospel to the little kids in my island that grew up without the gospel. Amen. Rete, thank you. Thank you. And we won't forget Don Juan over here. Hi, my name is uh, Don Juan Swider. I'm from the island of Chuk. Just listening to my brothers here about their heart, their uh, burden for their islands just encourage me a lot because I myself have a different uh, plan. What I wanted to do after graduation was that I wanted to continue my education here on Guam at the UOG, uh, but I'm not really sure about it. That's what I planned out. I want to share in uh, the book of Proverbs 16.9, where it says, A man plan his ways, but the Lord direct his steps. But mm. So I'm not really so sure 100% if that would be what I wanted to do. God will direct my steps, even though I plan my way. Wherever he leads me, I'm willing to go. Amen. That's a great testimony from each of you guys. And as I've watched and observed you studying and learning and following Christ, I mean, that's what I see in your lives, just des desires to be disciples of Jesus. I've watched what you're saying here being lived out in your life, and I am so confident that God is going to use your guys' lives in amazing ways to impact the world that he puts you in. And uh, I could tell you that Harvest is privileged to be a part of your training, but really to have you as brothers in Christ along with the family that's here, your family here. And uh, so we're thankful for the things that hopefully you've learned here, but I know we're thankful, our church is thankful for the things that we have and are learning from you. So thank you for those testimonies for sure. I know that uh, you guys are planning uh, just a week or so out now for a little bit of a trip during your spring break. A lot of people plan, a lot of college students plan trips or do different things around spring break. I have been so excited about your guys' burden for the trip that you're planning. And that's why I asked you to come and share a little bit of what you're planning to do, why you feel like God's asking you to do this, and what your schedule is going to look like. So I think, Jackson, you were the guy that was nominated to be the spokesperson on this. So we'll have you get started, and maybe we'll ask these guys some other things after you tell us the general idea of what you're planning to do. This is something that we've been talking about a lot in the past years, but this year it seems like it's coming to happen. And we contacted the HBBC graduates who work in the ministries in Yap. If we can go with them during the spring break and just spend time with them, helping in whatever way we can. And they seem like they're okay with it. So we are planning to go to Yap and be a blessing to them by helping them in church projects or something like that. But during the week, the whole week, every evening, we're going to do activities with the teens there. Whole evening we'll be doing games and preaching each night and each one of us have a time to share there, to preach there. And we are so thankful for that opportunity that opened up for us to take and be a blessing to the ministries in Yap. So during the days you've you have some projects that I think you're gonna be a part of and you're not sure yet what those look like, but you just wanna help the churches and the pastors there. And then in the evenings, these youth meetings are scheduled and each one of you will be preaching, which I'm 
very excited about the opportunities for you. In fact, you guys should think about this. Maybe before we finish this, I'll ask you what you're planning to preach on. We'll see if you're ready for that, at least the general idea. Maybe I put everybody on the spot here. But I know that we, I started talking about this with you a few months ago. I have the privilege of meeting with these guys every other week in my office. And we're just talking about life and about ministry and some questions that they have. And I've enjoyed that time very much. But a few months ago, they mentioned this idea that they might be able to do this on spring break. And I think you're even asking what I thought about it. And I thought it was such a good idea. My encouragement to them was that I thought it would be really helpful for them if this was a trip entirely planned by them, by the guys. And so that's exactly what they've done. I'm actually going to be coming along on the trip because I because I wanted to be with them. So I'm excited about that. I think they are too. I'm not sure, but they're nodding even if they're not saying it. So and smiling. So I think that's a good sign. What I communicated with them was that I didn't want to do anything as far as the planning of it. I wanted it to be completely on their own. And so that's exactly what they've been doing. They have planned out. They've made all the contacts. They've put together the schedule that we're going to be doing together. And they've been praying together, talking, planning, asking God to use this week in a powerful way in the lives of young people across the island to be an encouragement to the church, churches. And I know that I'm burdened that it would be powerfully used of God in each of your lives as well as you're serving together. So I'm thankful for that. Why don't you tell us what you're planning on preaching on just briefly, maybe the passage. We have a book that we took out our uh, messages from that will help us to share to the kids that will help them uh, understand more of what we're preaching. And I know each one of us have our own and uh, we printed it out, but I haven't uh, go through it yet, but I'm planning to do it this week. Okay, great. Anybody with something specific that you're thinking about already? Rotate, go ahead. Yeah, I also, I, I kind of asked Jackson about what do the people back in Yap kind of need to hear. And I got it. I'm going to be speaking about alcohol and drugs. Okay. All right. Thanks, Rote. Anybody else? I'm not going to be speaking throughout the week. It's all filled up with this man. And I was asked from Clinton if Clinton, who's there in Yap, if I could share something during Sunday school. So I'm thinking of teaching them one of the word God's name, Elkanah. God tell us for first place in our lives. So that's what I'm thinking of, like speaking to them about. Amen, Jackson. It's a great challenge. I was given an opportunity to speak on Monday for the FCA chapel. I was praying about uh, speaking on our direction. And if I remember, you, Pastor, you preached on, on about, uh, about that mm. in our chapel. Mm. So it was really a good encouragement for me. When I started this way and I kind of turn away from the Lord and where am I going to end up one day? So that's what I wanted to talk to them about. And also on Friday for the teens and same story. I'm still looking forward to studying my notes for that. Okay, great. Roland? Yeah, I praise the Lord for the opportunity to speak. Same as Roy uh, in chapel, that opportunity was opened up to me in uh, FCA. Mm-hmm. So I'll be speaking in chapel same day, Thursday, two times. 
in the morning and then in the evening I'll speak for the teens. And I'm planning on for the chapel speaking on just my testimony and the three biggest lessons that God taught me throughout my life that I still hold on to this day. Coming from experience as a student in a Christian school and also going to a public school. And I'll be sharing about that. And in the evening, uh, the topic for my uh, message that evening is living in two worlds, the spiritual world and the physical world, you know, how we can find what we really need for this life in order to go on and to live a purposeful life. Yeah, it sounds great, Roland. And as you guys know, our responsibility when we're sharing God's word is to prepare, but the impact is completely dependent on the Holy Spirit. So I know that you guys have been praying. I've been praying for you. We've been praying together that God would take his word and the testimony of your lives and use it in a way that would glorify his name, but would build up the church and allow the young people that you'll have the opportunity to speak to, to really see God's hand at work in your lives and the privilege of giving our lives 100% to him. I hope that they see that and praying that they'll hear that through the messages that you share. Now, just for everybody to understand this, I think only you, Jackson, Yap is your home, but the rest of you guys are not from Yap, right? So this is not going home for anybody. It's truly a, a ministry trip. And I think I might've mentioned earlier that these guys have paid their own way in order to purchase tickets and to go. And so I've really been proud of them, of the way that they put all this together. I do want to mention to our uh, audience that there is an additional part of the trip that really was from my request. I wondered about trying to get out to one of the outer islands while we were there. And so they've worked at trying to have one of the days where we'd go out to Fice and the guys would do a ministry out on that island. The cost of those flights is in addition to what they had originally committed to, and it's about $1,200 for the team to do that. And so if anybody's listening and would say, hey, I'd like to be able to help these guys have that kind of ministry on FICE as well as on the island of Yap, then you could go ahead and call up Harvest Baptist Church. You could send a gift forward through the church that if you just designated or talked with somebody on this was going towards the uh, the Yap ministry trip for HBBC, then if God burdens you to be a part of that, these guys have already made a number of sacrifices to do this trip, and I, I'd love to be able to see them fulfill the full part of that and in, in having that uh, extra part that goes on to the island of Yap, uh, of Fice. Jackson, tell us again when you're leaving, how long you'll be gone. We're leaving on the 16th of March, next next Saturday, and we'll be gone for a whole week then we'll be back on the 24th of March. Okay, they'll be back. And for four of them, except for Royte, they're on the home stretch of their fifth year. We get to keep Royte around another year, so that's good for us. But on the home stretch, I'm guessing some one of you at least knows when graduation is? On May 19th. I know, Chris, you would agree with this, that the impact of these guys' lives in the campus and the ministry of Harvest has really been great. We are going to be sad in many ways to, to see them go, but also so excited for the lives that they have and the impact that they're going to have in the future. 
It's a great opportunity to have them on too. Thank you for, for being here today. Yeah, thanks, you guys. We'll maybe do this again when we come back. We can give a little report to everybody of of what happened on the trip. And thank you for listening to this edition of Harvest Time. Of course, we'd like to personally invite you to services this weekend at Harvest Baptist Church. We begin Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. We have children's programs, adult Bible fellowships. If you're not sure where to go when you get here, stop by the kiosk, which is out in front of the auditorium. You can get directions from there, and you can join us Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. for the third message in our Growing in Grace series. And if you need any more information or want to contact us about maybe giving to this trip, you can go to hbcguam.org. There's all kinds of contact info there, hbcguam.org. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time. Harvest Time.